Welcome back, everybody. We are so glad to have you back. My name is Chris. Hey, welcome back. I'm Mario. And we are here today to talk about finding our why. We didn't really agree on a title episode, but uh, why? Welcome back. Why are we doing this? What's going to happen in the future? That's what we're doing. But before we do that, Mario, do you have any anything to recommend to the dozens and dozens of Welcome Back fans? Over the course of years, maybe a dozen <laughs> people will see this. But yeah. yeah, I do actually. I'm a huge stand-up fan. I love stand-up comedy. We, we kind of cultivated our love of that in college and the yeah. years beyond. And uh, on Netflix, I don't know if anyone's heard about this upstart company, but Netflix <laughs> has a lot of stand-up on there. And today I'd like to plug Taylor Tomlinson's stand-up comedy special, Quarter Life Crisis. is. Mm. Fantastic. Emily and I watched together. We laughed. We cried. We had a good time. Yeah. And then she also, because I'm always on looking for more stand-up, there's a show called The Comedy Lineup. Okay. And it basically does like 15-minute sets, different comedians. She's on there as well. So, I mean, cool. check out her special. If you like her special, you can find her on The Comedy Lineup. And then you can just watch the entirety of The Comedy Lineup. Yeah. When you told me about um, the special, I added it to my list. So, it will soon be viewed in my household. Put it at well. the top of your list, man. Put it at the right. top of your list. All right. While you're checking that out, what, what do you think I should check out? Well, mine's a book. So. Uh, you <laughs> lost me. For those reasons, I am out. <laughs> no, it's really like I reviewed it on Amazon. That's how much it changed me. Oh. So it's called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. And it comes from a quote from Dallas Willard. And I, I, I'm i not going to try and remember the whole quote because the book's actually in my office. But that's where he gets the phrase of like, this is how you this is how you are happy in life and specifically like have a relationship with Jesus. Um, it's all about ruthlessly eliminating the hurry from your life and the way you spend money and the way you spend your time and the way your brain works. That sounds like it's right up my alley because yeah. I, if it's if it makes sense this way, it sounds like it's trying to get people to calm down. Yeah. And relax in their lives. Yeah. Take it slow. Don't speed through the supermarket, meander, find that product you haven't seen. Uh-huh. I already read it. I, <laughs> I live that book, man. I don't need to read that. It starts with like the invention of electricity. It's like, hey, the light bulb screwed us up. <laughs> like we were supposed to be awake when the lights are on, when the outside lights are on, you know? Yeah. And so you're supposed like, to be asleep when the outside lights right. are off. Right. And since then, we've just been making it worse and worse. It's dark outside right now. And my kitchen's got me thinking that it's daytime. Should we call it quits? We should shut it down. We'll be right back. Just kidding. Just kidding. So that is what I'm going to recommend today. Not necessarily full of laughs, but that's okay. So what are we talking about today? Uh, we're talking about like the thesis. Yeah. The reason that we that we uh, pontificate to each other on a biweekly schedule. Yeah. The word thesis, you know, they taught us thesis like in middle school, like what mm-hmm. a thesis sentence was. Yeah. And it just never made sense to me. For some reason, it was yeah. like, oh, so you just say what you're going to talk about until college and then for some reason it clicked into place yeah what the word thesis actually meant and it's about why you're like why am i spending my time doing this yeah and uh, why does it matter hey what's that thing where they make the students come in and like give a dissertation is that what that's called yes like a doctoral dissertation or i think i think they use that word thesis as well like a master's thesis yeah so that's what we're doing you have to defend your thesis Yes. Well, we're not going to do much defense, I don't think. We're just going to give you the reason why we're doing it. We're not going to defend whether or not it's a good idea that we're doing this, but uh, I think that's where we're at. Yes. So let's start. Humble beginnings at the very, very beginning, the very start. What does baby Mario 
What's what's where where what's around you, baby Mario? What's going on uh, in baby Mario's brand new life? <laughs> uh, well, not much because the cord is wrapped around my neck when I came out. I don't know why we're talking about us oh, being born. No. Yeah, but uh, what's the childhood look like for Mario? Where do you come from? Okay. What's going on? All right, all right, yeah. Yeah, we don't have to go there if you're feeling very private today. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't. I didn't understand where we we're going with this because I didn't read the notes in their entirety. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm glad we worked through that. Um, no, who I was before I met you is what you mean by childhood. Yeah. So anything bigger than a single house in the woods is a city. And anything yes. before I met you is me being a baby. Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm starting to understand oh your language a little bit better. <laughs> but no, um, I was a wild child, son of divorce, three brothers, no sisters. Dad worked nights for extra cash. So we were ruthless animals for years on end with no yeah. control it felt like at certain times and mm-hmm. uh then i became a christian and i know a lot of times in testimonies people are like i had all this fun and then i became a christian <laughs> but no i was still just a wild man i just found new ways to get my energy out always was just uh with other people trying to get laughs trying to make it a good time i, I, I like making memories i like turning just like an average like hangout into like something memorable and I feel like mm-hmm. that is that's something that started before I met you. But then once we got to college and it was like, oh, oh, these people are down to like try new things too. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I know it's not that super exciting, but student government and improv. Zucchini. Uh, I still haven't worked up to <laughs> zucchini. And I think that was, was that a piece of zucchini or a piece of mushroom you saw me with? I believe it was zucchini. Yeah. My food fears have changed over the years, but I still, have, I still don't yeah. eat that. I've I just have never seen anyone. I don't know. Maybe this is private. You don't want it out there. But hey, we can talk about it. <laughs> I've never seen someone so physically afraid of a vegetable. I no. I I had impaled it and I had picked it up <laughs> and I had it close to my mouth. I just couldn't bring myself to eat it. I watched it all happen, and it was that was the day I learned that you had about your food fears. But I eat uh small tomatoes now. <laughs> Good job. I don't like tomatoes at all. So, well, they're large size tomatoes, but they have to be petite diced, and I eat them in chili. I don't pick them out anymore. Oh, good. I'm working my way through uh, what most six year olds can handle. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. That's 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 who I was uh, back back as a baby. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I grew up in. I say like the country because it's what a country to many people, but I guess I have like this uh, city guilt that I had a couple of neighbors I could see. So I don't know if I'm, I really <laughs> lived in the country. <laughs> Your lone woods was a little too packed for you. You, yeah. you don't feel comfortable saying country. Right. I had a friend in high school who we called corn. Like <laughs> his nickname was corn. <laughs> so I never felt like as country as many of the people around me, but uh, we had woods. I was an only child for seven years. So I played in the woods all by myself a lot. Uh, then I got two younger brothers. So they are seven and nine years younger than me. Some of my favorite people in the world. And then, so we grew up in like, like I said, a rural area and then went to, again, another college. This was another city experience and that's where our paths crossed. Yeah. And I don't know exactly how or when. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've been thinking about this for a long Dark time. Teams. Does, does, um, does Sam listen to this? Uh, probably not. Okay, good. 
she says that I was friends with her before you. She does. And she talks about how like, well, we had intro to psych together and he used to like joke that like we always had a test. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I was actually like bullying her. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was like friendship so much as like, oh, this will get a rise out of her and then not talk to her for three days till our next class. Weird move. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I mean, I wasn't doing it to be like mean, but just like be like, oh, she gets stressed easily. So I'll tell her we have a test. She believed me a lot of the times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it worked. One time I didn't tell her there was a test, and there actually was a test. (laughs) (laughs) It's also a really good move. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so um, she always says that I met her first and became friends first. And so technically I met her first, but I think our friendship really picks up, in my opinion, and you may have some even prior to this, when you were looking for a roommate for your apartment. Yeah. Like we kind of knew each other existed. Emily and Sam knew each other. So, right. They're like, oh, you guys would get along. That must have been it. It just seems so crazy that I would like that. That was the beginning of our friendship when I was like, hey, live with me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Mar, Mar, am I saying that right? Mario or Mario? (laughs) Hey, you want to live a doorway? So, I guess that was how it happened. There's a bunch of us, six or eight. Share a kitchen. Oh, yeah. That was delightful sharing a kitchen with you. I was just talking to Jacob. It's the best. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) So we lived together in college for two years. Uh And uh, you're the authority. And yeah, as we'll talk about several times throughout the existence of this uh, podcast, I hate authority, but I didn't hate you. Yeah. Because you never uh, you never flexed that authority. Yeah. It was always a real weird situation where oh, we, I did flex at one time. And I told you about the story recently and you didn't even remember. And it crushed me because I <laughs> think about it kind of often. <laughs> uh, so I told Jake, I was just telling Jake about it the other day. But uh, you had not done the dishes for the billionth time. Mm-hmm. And I threatened to fine you. Yeah. And you said, you can't do that. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like something I would say. <laughs> Just bluffing. Okay, but then I went to the RD. You're like, go ahead. I went to the RD and I was like, so I'd like to find him. And he was like, you can't. To this day, I do not understand the logic. Which which RD was it? Young. Oh, it's because I had something on. <laughs> oh, yeah? No, I just been watching a lot of Sons of Anarchy and it seems like uh, something. <laughs> great show. We're in season two. Another recommendation. Yeah. My The leading theory is that he thought that I was just like being vindictive and didn't want to give me permission to like spite fine you but you really really deserved it did you bring him uh did you bring him pictures i don't know that's what happened you didn't bring enough evidence he said i couldn't do it oh even if i had to find the whole apartment i'd have paid everyone's fine just so that you had to pay (laughs) you know what i've done tell me i would have paid that fine by putting it on my school bill so it never would have came out of my pocket (laughs) and then the dishes would have no consequence and the dishes would have sat there until the next room inspection Except, except it would have been on purpose instead of just my natural laziness when it comes to chores. Right. You try, so you try to ruin this friendship, but thankfully, I tried. Thankfully, Young stopped it from happening. No, you tried. <laughs> <laughs> you clearly deserved it. Uh, so that is us before and us crossing paths, and then whoa, let's let's deal it back, dude. It's we didn't just live together. That's not why we became such great friends. We oh. got on SGA together. That's true. We were on the improv team together. So fun. Dude, improv. The highlight of my college career was Paul Cooper actually printing out flyers that said, <laughs> come see Mario's farewell <laughs> performance. Because I was one of the mid-year graduators, yep. December or whatever time. I think I was, was it a November breakaway? Uh, I don't know. Because I think I was there. If that were a never remember breakaway, then I was definitely there. I don't know if it was a breakaway or not, but it was a packed house. And 
He put me in all of my favorite games. Mm. He put me on the stage like almost the whole time. What a dream. Felt like a star. I've been chasing that high ever since. So this is why you wanted to go back to improv. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, also, you were freaking great at it, too. <laughs> I was there. Yeah. I think. No, no, no. You don't get to say it like that well, now. Because I, I don't. at the time, I'm pretty sure we were yeah. both aware. I don't want to put down anyone on the team. But we were both aware of who the top tier improvers were. And I know you'll never okay. say it against about yourself. But I have no problem saying that I was one of the best on the team. And you were right there with me. I think, I don't know. I think like the nature of improv still scares me because sure. There were plenty of games that I was like, that, that, that went well, but there were so many games that didn't go well, you know? And like improv is just like that. And I don't handle that kind of failure very well. (laughs) So I think that's why I still classify myself as like, I I did all right. Every one of those football players out there playing right now are like flying by the seat of their pants afraid because they it's not in their control entirely. It's true. And yet they it's all true. still perform to their best. Yep. That's you, man. You were in the pocket. I remember you and I playing a game once where we they we were told to be the Kardashians and <laughs> we just walked around with our butts poking out and that was all we had. <laughs> I think that I think that impression holds up. Yeah, I mean they're butt models as far as I understand it. And we were great, amazing friends. We still have never dropped the B word on the level of our friendship, but I feel like that's a conversation <laughs> for one of these days. <laughs> I like this title. You proposed to Sam uh-huh. at school mm-hmm. and I cried. Mm. Yeah. Do you, do you remember that? Do you remember yeah, seeing that? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Just grown man. Everyone else cheering. One one guy was crying in that whole stadium. And that, was, and that was me. It was a stadium. It was a stadium. <laughs> I realized I should immediately draw that back. I'm like, no, no. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, he was performing yeah. at a stadium. <laughs> I don't know if this is true, but do you see you wiping a tear in the video? Yeah. I thought yeah, so. Yeah, man. It hit me. It was so touching. Wow. It's nice to be wow. part of it. You guys told us. You're like, oh, be sure to come to this viewing. It was a special day. Yeah. That might be a good transition into where are they now? Yeah. So... I did get engaged in college and then I graduated and the summer. So I got engaged in April and then graduated in May, then moved in June. I think started a job in July, got married in September. I was there. I saw it. Yeah. Best wedding I've ever been to. Yeah. There's one thing I would change. What's that? Where I stood in line. Probably I was a little too far down the line, but, (laughs) but it's fine. You you came around. I think it's not ordered in my love. That's not really Uh, one of them's labeled best. (laughs) and jake got the picture jake knows which one's the best love that guy oh man if i end up having like a like a full-blown wedding yeah yeah i'm going to rank everyone (laughs) by like level of importance from the from best man to the back of the line and i'm gonna change the order of the line several times throughout (laughs) the months leading up to it the engagement like at the engagement party I'm going to like put like my hand on someone's shoulder and be like, you're number three now, you know? <laughs> and then just like number three, like I'm just imagining Man. someone recording it. Number three is like over my shoulder. I can't see it, but I can feel it. Just him just like <laughs> lower his plate of cake. And like, that's cruel. The engagement party, the bachelor party, yeah. even at like the night before mm-hmm. uh, rehearsal, dinner. rehearsal dinner, I'll be switching it up. Maybe even like in the rehearsal, because it's the way you want to be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like as like we walk through a lot of it, you walk down with her because she's the one who walks down number two. All right, man. And then uh, and then uh, at the wedding ceremony, I won't even say anything. I'll just like grab like one and just like silently, like before any of the um, the grooms are the most important part. Whatever the lady version of a groomsman <laughs> is, well, before they even <laughs> walk down, yeah, that's the one. Before they even walk down, I'm gonna like 
walk away like i'm not gonna get married like like because no one's come down yet and everyone's wow. seated but the groomsmen are out there and me i was kind of mm-hmm. like sound like walk over and like switch two guys i like it i like it a lot it's it's mean but i like it, uh, it it's gonna be the best everyone's gonna be on their toes and then that's <laughs> that's when you'll know right right when after the ceremony happens the the line the lineup's permanent what a mm-hmm. what a tangent yeah it's true no it's fine <laughs> I mean, I'm going to let you riff. That's the way we do it, man. <laughs> You're ready to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. So nowadays, you find me and my wife, Sam, in northeastern Pennsylvania, up in the Scranton area, Scranton adjacent. Um, and I am a pastor at a church overseeing some like student ministry and small group ministry and some of that kind of stuff. Um, but that's who I am and what I'm doing now. Plus, I'm uh, a friend to a bunch of great people. That's what I do. What are you doing these days? Well, I just recently moved back to the area I grew up in. I've been in Jersey for the last five years and then in school Mm -hmm. the five years before that. So I've been out of the greater Pittsburgh area for almost 10 years. And so we just moved back. I'm working in manufacturing, got my own place, got to reconnect with all my family back here. I mean, phone calls are great and all, but I'm also really bad at communicating. I don't text people. I know that you know this, Chris, I just kind of call people to talk (laughs) talk you do i hate i hate texting i can't do it because i know that i i know that either the person i'm texting is going to set their phone down and then that's going to be it for the conversation (laughs) or i'm going to do that and if i have something to say to you i should just call and say it that's fine so texting obviously isn't good for that far away when you're that bad at it with me but now i get to see these people now i get to see my pat my mom my dad my brothers um a couple of friends from high school I've been able to reconnect with. It's been pretty great. Uh, we are actually from that, from a Pittsburgh area as well, but unrelated to you, which is funny, probably confusing that we are from the same area, but we didn't know each other until we went to college in a different yeah. area together. Yeah. <laughs> we have been, like we said, we worked together at SGA. We lived together for a couple of years, improv together. Mm-hmm. And we have been trying to do something like welcome back for Many times, yeah. <laughs> several times, we yeah. have taken a crack at this kind of thing. So to begin, we created a project and spent hours and hours on a project. This is the one from back in school? Yes. Okay. Total Brothers. Oh, what a great name. The best name. So if you're a listener and you're like, well, that doesn't mean anything to me. Um, Total Brothers was a show about professional wrestling. And I think to this day, there is a show about the, the women of professional wrestling called Total, total Divas. divas. Yeah. And we were the total brovas, and it's just such a great idea. I mean, we have content out for total brovas, super old, know. super dated. It should still be on the YouTube. So, I mean, we still are sitting on that name. Really? I thought it was like all hidden. If not, I'll make it public if someone tries to steal a big no, no. <laughs> there you go. No, no, we had it first. Yeah, and all of it's like uh, recaps of events that happened six years ago. So, if you're interested in that. I wish I knew how easy it was to make a podcast, like how simple it is now. Because back then, yeah, you're right. Hours and hours, people Man. who didn't even like wrestling, like we had, a, <laughs> yeah. we had camera equipment, audio equipment. We had a sound guy, video guy. We had guest seats, um, mm-hmm. lighting. Well, mostly just lamps turn on their side. Mm. Why don't we just film out in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> Because we lived with six other people and they wanted nothing to do with this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, what you are describing is what eventually led to the death of Total Brovas. Yeah. <laughs> I liked our content, but the amount of work we put into it, man. Yeah. But it taught me a lot about iMovie, that things I'm learning to this day. 
So, or I'm using to this day. I mean, so that was total brovas. And then a couple of years back, um, we've really worked hard to maintain this friendship over the years. Like it's true. Like a lot of people just let their college friends go by the wayside and then it's just it. But I don't like getting a lot of friends. I like having solid friends. Interesting. I have only now, I hope Eddie doesn't take this the wrong way when he hears this, but (laughs) I've only now in the last few months felt comfortable quickly saying Eddie's my friend. And I've been talking to him in a, in a group chat for four years. Yeah, at least. Yeah. And so like, it takes a lot before you cross that threshold hmm, for me. Interesting. I think I am kind of like that, but also kind of different. I feel like my line is a little closer to me than yours is. So if you have like, you know, 30 people here and then you have like three here, I feel like I let 10 or 15 people get a little closer than you let those 30 get, but I got like nobody any closer. <laughs> <laughs> like I like a lot of people like, yeah. r- like pretty close. Uh, I like big groups of friends. It's the worst. <laughs> I would almost <laughs> always rather hang out in a group than like one-on-one situation. Oh, I love the one-on-one. Yeah. And I mean, certain friends will get there and that's why I answer your calls now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that wall of 30. Yeah. That just like, that's like intimidating me. Cause I, Cause again, I don't text people. I call people. I'm not sure. trying to make 30 phone calls, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so like, literally it's just you, Jake and Emily at the closest circle. Mm-hmm. And then Eddie on, on the next circle. And I think that's about it in my <laughs> yeah. life. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. No, there's obviously, you know, more I might be forgetting in the, in the moment, but Frick it like, honestly, like there's very few people I, like I talk to on a regular basis outside of family. And mm-hmm. this friendship has been sustained through phone calls. Mm-hmm group texts about pro wrestling and our drive to like make each other laugh and like have good times. Like yeah. going to your house for like WrestleManias and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what led to our next uh, failed project, right? <laughs> that's exactly what happened. We said, you know, it'd be great. A podcast. We love total brothers so much that a podcast, it was, should be easy. We should love it. And uh, it was easy. I mean, we sat down with two Super microphones easy. and probably five or six people. Well, probably at least four at most six. Uh, Dave, I know if you're one of the few people who are going to listen to this, you are also in those closer circles. Oof, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. that's why I don't start naming people because I'm going to leave somebody else. Yeah, you know, and that's what really sucks because I preface it that I only have a few. Yep, yep. So and if you still you're not, somebody. if you don't say it, then they're just going to assume, oh, shoot, I'm not one of the few. But Dave, you are one of the few who I call a friend. Anyway, so with friendships like that, we all came here for WrestleMania and we said, let's just turn on some microphones and see what happens. Oh, it was so glorious. And then something happened. It was a train wreck at the same time. <laughs> we have like nine 45-minute a- episodes, question mark, <laughs> air quotes. Yeah, yeah kind of. Because we recorded with the intent of like, yeah, it's posted. If we do like, you know, one episode a month, we only have to record nine today. <laughs> and then we don't have to meet for another nine months. And we did um, it. <laughs> we recorded them. I don't know. Uh, I have them on my computer. Like, I think they're all like, could be posted. Oh you my know. gosh. We started out with the right idea of wanting to keep our names to ourselves, like keep our identity hidden. And that ended up being the content of m- much of it. Yeah. <laughs> Code names. We spouted off so much, just like whatever thought crossed our minds, it was yeah. said. One of those thoughts being the name of what <laughs> it ended up being called. I think we ended up settled on BF Talk. Or no, and BFF Talk. BFF yeah. Talk. Maybe that was it. Yeah. Best friends forever talk. But also, um, I think one of the very first thoughts we had was like, we, what are we going to call this thing? You know what? And I had this name that had been sitting on my mind for some time and it was Bigfoot Fetish. You know, like on Wheel of Fortune when there's like before and after? 
Do you know that? Are you familiar with Wheel of Fortune at all? <laughs> uh, yeah. Tell me more about it. <laughs> so it's like, uh, like two, two compound words or phrases where they share a word, right? So like fire alarm clock because fire alarm is a thing and alarm clock is a thing. So before and after is fire alarm clock. And that's what Bigfoot fetish is as well. Oh, so like Bigfoot or like a foot fetish. Exactly. Your exactly. two favorite things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was our working title, BFF Talk. Oh my gosh. You, I think you got to send those to me just so I can listen in private. Yeah, we would enjoy that. And then our most recent endeavor, which hasn't failed yet. That's right. <laughs> Still going. Yeah. Luckily, luckily, whether or not it, it survives or dies isn't on us. Yeah. Because clearly, from the past two shows, we don't sustain very well. <laughs> so hopefully, this will turn things around. But yeah. a friend of yours, Curtis uh, mm-hmm. Kowalski. Yep. Is that right? Yep. Good old Kurt. He uh, is the founder of the PA Pal Driver podcast. Yes. So Curtis uh, had some. He loves wrestling. Like we wrestling's already been a conversation we've had. I think we talked about it a little bit last time too on the Halloween special, which you should give a listen if you haven't. But Curtis loves wrestling and he I believe does or did have aspirations to go into radio or, you know, something some sort of communications. Um so he said, Why don't I start now and do a podcast? So he does a podcast called the PA Pile Driver, and it was Curtis and his friend Brian. And I know Brian better than I know Curtis. And then one day they said, hey, Chris, do you want to be on the show? And I was like, yeah, that'd be super fun. And so I did it for a few weeks. And you name dropped me in the first one. The very first episode, I said, Mario's <laughs> going to be mad that I'm on a wrestling podcast before him. Oh, boy, was I. <laughs> so it wasn't a few more weeks, uh, maybe a couple months. I don't know. And I think Brian couldn't make it to a recording. And I said, Curtis, if, mm-hmm. if you need somebody to sit in, I got a friend who I think would enjoy it and be very good at it. And... uh I recommended you. That was like, how many episodes did they say I'm in now? I don't recall. I think it's on like 12 now. Yeah, something like that. So I'm like, some like 10 or 12. And so for the last like 10 or 12 weeks, I've been uh, a feature, a guest, a sit in, third yeah. chair, future second chair, <laughs> fourth chair. Yeah. Just uh, boom. Number one thing, get to hang out with Chris again. Yeah. Boom. Number two, talk about wrestling, aka my favorite thing to watch. Next to stand up comedy. Um, and then, I can see you processing in your head if that's actually true. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, dude, it's so close. It's <laughs> yeah, so <I> close. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, I'm happy to be on that. And that kind of uh, gave us drive to, to yeah. make something. Because we know that we have friendship, you know, which translates into chemistry uh, in a recording situation. And uh, we enjoyed it. And, and also, it was just like seeing Curtis do that and also then start a podcast about basketball and then one about bowling and like all of his yeah, passions. He's got a million ideas and then yeah. he runs with them. Yes. And it inspired us to take action on an idea. So we talked a little bit and then welcome back was born. Yeah. We had a, a little bit that I tried to work <laughs> into the paint yeah. driver. It was an episode that I wasn't even on, but I listened to it later and you pitched a bit to Curtis that he did not go for <laughs> Yeah, it was. I mean, it was so simple. Like it just like came there. It's like, hey, what if? Because he because he does start the podcast with "Welcome back," mm-hmm. and so I'm saying, if you're saying "Welcome back" every single time at the send off, you should say, "We'll be right back." Yeah. And he's like, "No, we already have a send off." I was like, yeah. "Oh, okay." <laughs> and then, and then that's the end of it for me. And then I get a text from Chris. Saying, hey, that's a great idea. <laughs> if only yeah. we had a place to put it. Right, right. <laughs> so really, the whole point of this podcast is so that I could use my sign-off. 
<laughs> we'll be right back. It is that good of a bit. So we hope that you are uh, going to hang on to the ride and see what happens as we talk about fun things in the future. But what does the future look like for you, Mario? What What do you want out of Welcome Back? Why are you Why are you doing this? I mean, we kind of talked about like what why what birthed the idea, but what do you hope from it in the future? Well, I like conversation. So even if this podcast just ends up being a time once every two weeks, I get to just sit down with you and bullshit about uh, <laughs> whatever comes to mind. I think that's a that's already a win for me. But yeah. I do have that small group of friends. I'm not opposed to a couple more people finding out about what I think about, what I sure. feel. I, and I like the idea still just from like going back to whole uh, improv, like the idea of giving someone something to consume, entertainment, mm-hmm. help them yeah. laugh, relax, you know, forget their day. Uh, even if it's to help you like get through work for the next however long the podcast is, it seems like a something that I can do to help anyone. Yeah. Or, you know, again, if it's just us, it's just us. But, you know, I've always had opinions and I feel like a lot of times people don't take me that serious because I spent a lot of time with volunteering in youth groups and stuff. So like mm. I got a lot more thoughts in my head than just like praying for teens, you know, like yeah. I, could, I got more marbles up here than uh, just saying, hey, wait till you're married, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Running a game or something exactly and yeah. so i want to i want to break that stigma that this may have come around me some people only saw me in sga light they can see me in other light some people only saw me in improv see me in other light. some people only see me in facebook or maybe i'm that guy that, that was in high school with them but now i'm not yeah. it's just an opportunity for me to be me and especially because we really kind of bullet point this layout so it actually gives me a chance to like empty out my thoughts get mm-hmm. out whatever's in my head and see even for myself, who I am when pressed. Yeah. I liked whenever we were talking about like, what are we going to make the podcast about? And you sent like a huge list of topics. And I was like, wow, these are all like just ideas that kind of float around. You're like, what would happen if we talked about this thing for 45 minutes or whatever? Yeah. I was inspired by that list. Uh, It was one of the things that helped me say yes to doing it was like, well, this guy's going to have things to talk about forever. You're like, how long, how long did it take you to make that list? (laughs) <laughs> you're like, like uh, an hour <laughs> yeah i just like sat down and started writing yeah <laughs> <laughs> i would say for me uh as well like i would agree with all of those things um two things come to mind in addition one is that like i am a pastor and a lot of people know me as a pastor but they don't know anything else about me you know so i talk about the bible to a lot of people but they don't often hear me talking about uh voting or you know or professional wrestling or halloween <laughs> you know i'm excited to be able to be bigger, you know, have more to say about things. And if people are interested, you know, and the other thing that stands out was something that we talked about with the BFF talk. We actually made a trailer for that too. Maybe that's something we could post someday. If people are interested Ooh, Yeah. <laughs> in the trailer, we said, what I want is for people to, to hear us talking and laughing and loving and be reminded of their friends and their, you know, those late night conversations where it's 2am and you're just laughing over something stupid Yeah. because I think everybody has had those experiences and loves them. And, and, and maybe you're, you know, in a place in life where you don't have that very often. If we can recreate that feeling and remind you of some good friends, then. I'll consider that a win. Yeah, for sure. And like, even if you're feeling like, uh, like, oh, if only I had a friend like that, it's like, it's like, man, do you see how like, it just, it just happened. He said, Hey, come live with me. So yeah. I'm not saying, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying go ask people to live with you or whatever, <laughs> but you can have good friendships. And yeah, uh, yeah I, I am super excited for how this is going to unfold, what this will turn into, how long we can keep it up. Will it last longer than total Brovas? Will we have more <laughs> episodes than the Bigfoot fetish? Yeah. Will we be, 
uh, promoted weekly on the PA Piledriver. You know, like, mm. how can we develop this further, keep it going longer? And uh, man, even if it's just you and me, buddy, this is, yeah. a, this is a great time for me. And I'm happy yep. that other people can uh, peer in for a little bit. Me too, my guy. Well, thank you for tuning in and listen to the why of uh, Welcome Back. So we'll be right back. We'll be right back.